9,000 people freezing their butts off waiting to worship a rat. It's Groundhog Day. Woohoo! I don't know what that means, but I don't know. Is the rat ever right? I don't uh, know. They said, yesterday, they said yesterday, yeah, he's fit around 50. What yeah. time's he supposed to do that? Come out well, and like see his shadow. Six o'clock their time or something, isn't it? It's early. So it's early. Well, the sun's not even up yet at that, is it? Well, then he won't see his shadow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's on the East Coast. Where do they do that at? What is it? Pensatonic? No, I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> What's the name of the town? Oh, God. Now we'll have the text line to light up. It's, I uh, can't even pronounce it. Yeah, I can't either. Pensatonic? Uh, yeah, Pensatonic. Something, yeah. Well, so that would be 5, it'd be 6, it'd be 6, it'd be 6.30. The sun would be up at 7. Maybe it's like 7 o'clock our time. 6 o'clock our time would be 7 o'clock their time. That'd be about right. Sun time, sunrise, about 7 o'clock, ain't it? No, it's not that early. Yeah, 7.06 here. Let's see here. So, mm. Show prep. Glad we got this all worked out ahead of time. <laughs> Folks, I apologize. It says, yeah, it says 6 a.m. There you go. See, I'm practically a groundhog, groundhog expert. expert. Yeah. yeah, practically. Uh, we got a lot to get to today. It is Friday. Once again, welcome aboard 2nd of February. And uh, a lot going on this weekend. <laughs> it's not April Fool's. It was no, not, April, not April, April Fool's Day Fool's. yesterday. I, <clears throat> no, I, am, I don't know why. I'm just hung up on this February thing. I just can't, just can't get that in my mind that it's already February. Uh, seems to me like we should be after yesterday's weather. Like we should be in the early April, or late April, early May. Yeah, seventy degrees on the truck yesterday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Turn the air on. It was so warm in the truck. Yeah, crazy talk. That's crazy talk. Uh, so uh, we're going to take a look at the forecast. We've got the markets. wasn't a very good day yesterday. Uh, we're going to hear. We got a lot to get in. So I don't know if we're going to get it all in or not. We got. We're going to try and uh, uh, check in with the Missouri Director of Ag, Chris Chin. We talked with her down at the Capitol the other day, and we'll see what uh, she has to tell us about what her department's been working on. We caught up with the governor. I don't know if we're going to get this all in or not. We've got so much to do. We're going to visit with Leanne Seidenstricker from Seidenstricker Noby about their big show that gets underway today out at the convention center uh, in St. Charles. So we better get started, Zach. We're, we're already behind. What do you got? Good morning, everyone. Let's see here. It is 43 degrees outside right now at 5.08. Weather and sports are coming up. Suspect is in custody in connection with what police are calling a domestic homicide in South County. Police say they were called yesterday morning to a report of an assault at a home along the 4200 block of Lee Shore Drive in Lime. Upon arrival, police found a woman dead inside of the home. A suspect was arrested at the scene. Police haven't said how the woman died of her relationship to the suspect or her relationship to the suspect. Excuse me. Her name has not been released. A man is facing charges in a fatal shooting at an East St. Louis barber shop last month. 33-year-old Brandon Lee has been charged with first-degree murder in the January 7th shooting death of 36-year-old Jabril Ross. Police say Lee, Lee turned himself in yesterday. The Missouri Supreme Court is considering whether changes should be made to the state's Senate districts. The high court heard arguments Thursday in a lawsuit contending the current map illegally splits Buchanan County and the St. Louis suburb of Hazelwood into multiple districts. The case has divided Republicans. The GOP Senate committee supports the current map, but a Republican House committee 
backs efforts to overturn it. The case focuses on whether compact districts can take priority over keeping communities intact. Missouri is one of a dozen states with ongoing litigation following redistricting that occurred based on the 2020 census. Missouri is one of only nine states selected to participate in a state policy learning lab that will be held in Maryland next week. Steve Potter has the details. According to the Missouri Department of Social Services, the Children's Behavioral Health State Policy Learning Lab is bringing together professionals who work in the areas of child welfare, juvenile justice, behavioral health, Medicaid, and public education to address challenges and create a roadmap to deal with issues, including financing strategies and the expansion of services. It's all in an effort to help young people live safe, healthy, and productive lives. Representatives from the Missouri Departments of Social Services, Mental Health, Juvenile Justice, and the Department of Elementary and Secondary Education will take part in the State Policy Learning Lab next week in Baltimore, Maryland. Steve Potter, KTRS News. About 5,000 Anheuser-Busch Teamsters could soon be walking the picket lines. The union warns of a potential strike if their demands aren't met in contract negotiations by March 1st. Better wages, job security, health benefits are among the issues surrounding this labor dispute. The Illinois Department of Insurance is reporting a record high enrollment for the 2024 Affordable Care Act Health Insurance Marketplace. According to federal CMS data, nearly 400,000 Illinoisans enrolled in the ACA Marketplace plans during open enrollment from November 1st through January 16th. That's a 16% increase in the last year. Although open enrollment is over, the Get Covered Illinois team will focus on increasing awareness about special enrollment periods. If you've lost job-based health coverage, got married or divorced, had a baby, adopted a child, or experienced certain life-changing events, you may be eligible for a special enrollment period to purchase an ACA Marketplace plan. More information is available online at getcoveredillinois.gov. Time now is 5.11, taking a look at the KTRS forecast today. Mix of sun and clouds, high of 54 degrees today. Tonight, it's going to be partly cloudy, overnight low of 38. Tomorrow, mix of sun and clouds again, high of 53. And on Sunday, cloudy with a high of 50. It's currently 43 degrees outside at the Big 550 KTRS. Switching over to the sports desk, it's a battle of winless teams in the SEC as Mizzou basketball travels to Vanderbilt tomorrow afternoon. The Commodores have lost seven straight, while the Tigers have dropped eight in a row. Coverage starts at 2 p.m. here on the Big 550. SLU basketball is home against Fordham tomorrow at Chaffetz, while 14th-ranked Illinois will search for their third straight win at home with Nebraska on Sunday afternoon. St. Louis City SC moves training camp out to California beginning today. City will take on the LA Galaxy in exhibition on Saturday. And late last night, news broke. St. Louis Post-Dispatch reported that the Cardinals are nearing a deal for a relief pitcher, Kenyon Middleton. The right-hander struck out 64 batters over 50 innings between the Yankees and White Sox just last season. That'll do it from the Sports Desk. We'll be right back with Farmer Dave. It's another day to be thankful to be in America as the Big 550 KTRS begins another broadcast day.
514 on this uh, Friday morning, the 2nd of February. Yeah, the cows are out. They think it's spring. Boy, last night, coyotes were yapping. Uh, I saw a bald eagle out. The turkeys were all out playing in the field. I think they think spring has sprung. I, I mean, I looked out. I had deer running around my backyard yesterday. It was, it was yeah. I mean, I sat out on my back patio yesterday afternoon. It was a nice day. Yeah, I think I think they think that, boy, are they going to rise in a couple of weeks when it's zero? <laughs> uh, they're going to think, what happened to spring? But, uh, yeah, a lot of game moving. Boy, a lot of little fellers dead on the highways. Be careful. I mean, the the, mm-hmm. the possums and the raccoons and the skunks and just they're they're moving and and it, I guess it's got to be this little warm spell's got them got their little clock messed up as far as what time of the year it is so be careful out there as the game is starting to move around a little bit we got a lot to get to today always love to hear from listeners on the text line eight four one two six so folks take time out to drop us a note former Dave a couple of questions uh, how are the three by three bales loaded out of the field. They get about 10 guys, and they all gather around, and they pick them up, and they throw them on the truck, and they wait like a thousand. No, they don't. They've got uh, farks on the front of the tractors. They spear them, pick them up, stack them right on the wagons, and away they go. So they're they're actually, I don't know, I'm not going to say they're, I guess they would be easier to handle than the little bales simply because there's no manpower other than tractor drivers uh, involved. There's about, depending on the size of the bale and how tight they uh, they bale it, but there's somewhere between 10 and 15 small squares in one of those big ones. So you're picking up, for every one of those you pick up, you're saving the efforts of uh, picking up 10 or 15 of those small bales uh, out of the field. Um, Pat over in Washington Wood says, can you get a hydrologist on the program to discuss ter- long-term rain and soil moisture forecast? Um, we could probably do that. Uh, we're still well behind on, on moisture. I think we're still, like, 10 inches behind uh, as far as coming off of last year. We were down like 18 inches last year and got a little of it back here so far this year and definitely helping the cause. But uh, by no means, I don't think we're caught completely back uh, or back up to where we need to be. Uh, speaking of the three by threes, just a little reminder about the hay auction coming up tomorrow at the Hamilton hay auction. Mike telling me they've got a lot of bales. Now this was as of Wednesday, they had over 300 of the big three by three squares on hand, they had a couple hundred round bales, and pro- I'm I'm expecting somewhere fifteen hundred, two thousand small squares. I think with the weather the way it is, we're going to have a big run at the hay auction tomorrow. That gets under underway at eleven o'clock in Bethalto, Illinois. It's easy to find. Uh, go to the website hamiltonhayauction.com for directions, phone number. If you can't make it, give them a call. They can buy for you, and then you can pick it up sometime this week. So. Uh, Big hay auction coming up this week. Also, we got the big uh, Side and Stricker Noby uh, uh, outdoor show going on out in St. Charles. We're going to visit with Leanne Side and Stricker about that uh, a little bit later in the show. Let's get on over to the markets yesterday. Another down day in the corn trade. Both December and March contracts were a penny lower, leaving the spot new crop uh, spread at 31 cents. Uh, NASA released its monthly grain crushing report. Uh, that comes out uh, uh, after the close yesterday and didn't have any real big impact on the market. USDA's ag attaché from 
Uh, Kiev raised the projected 23-24 corn exports to 29.2 million metric ton. That was 39% above the official figure, citing a large uh, export program for the month of December and increased export capacity uh, down the Danube River. The March closed at 447 in the corn trade, down a penny yesterday. The uh, Mays were down a quarter cent at four. 58 over on the overnight trade. We're lower again with March down another three quarters at 446. May's off another penny at 457. September new crop at 469. Down a penny and a half. And December trade at 477. Down one and a quarter cent a bushel. Just can't seem to get any life in that uh, in that corn trade. Over on the soybeans, it was a crash and burn uh, yesterday as well. We were everywhere from uh, 13 to 19 cents lower. Uh, March had gotten below the $12 mark, but closed about two and three quarter cents off of the low to hold on uh, to the $12. Soy meal futures ended the trading day about uh, down as much as 690. Soy oil futures closed the day down by about 1% in value. Private analyst firm StoneX reduced their outlook for Brazil's 2324 soybean crop by one and a half percent, citing weather situations there. Then they dropped exports by two million metric ton. Annex estimating the Brazilian soybean crop at 2.49 million metric ton for the month of January. Uh, that would be their exports. March soybeans closed at 12.03, down 19. The May down 19 as well at 12.13, and the July beans down 18 at 12.23. Over on the overnight, it's quieted down, but we're still in negative territory. March trading at 12.02, that's off a half, was at 12.07. May's at 12.12, that's off one and a half. November new crop trading at 11.83, down two and a quarter, was down to 11.80, has crawled back just a little bit. January's trading at 11.93, that's down two and a quarter cents a bushel. Over on the wheat trade, uh, we've been talking, uh, we talked earlier in the week about concerns out in big wheat country about this wheat coming out of dormancy as it's warming up. We did end up a little bit higher yesterday. March was up six at 601. Uh, July new crop at 613, up three and a half, and we're three cents higher in the overnight trade as well. March is at 604. That's up three and a quarter. July new crop at 616, up three in December, trading up three at 640 coming up on 521 on this friday morning 2nd of february we'll take a quick break come back and take a look at that livestock and the forecast for the weekend right after this welcome 2024 it's january and that means it's time to begin preparing your tax documentation as a business owner that means closing the books on 2023 and getting those w-2s and 1099s prepared to mail by the end of the month as daunting as that may sound, it doesn't have to be. Hi, I'm Jeff Zufall, Senior Tax Strategist and Wealth Advisor at Capital Advisory Group and the author of the number one best-selling book on taxes, Keep What's Yours. Since 1976, our company has helped thousands of area businesses get their financial plans in order, reduce their tax liability, and stop overpaying their federal and state income taxes. If you are not taking full advantage of the tax law and you feel like you're paying more than your fair share in taxes, then let us help you plan for 2024 and beyond with a free tax analysis. To learn more, give us a call at 636-394-5524 or you can visit us on the web at capitaladvisorygrp.com. 
522 on this Friday morning. Well, just because it warmed up a little bit yesterday doesn't mean we're through the cold weather. No, that furnace is going to have to earn its keep for a long time before we end up turning the air conditioner on. And you get up this morning and it's not working. Who are you going to call? Viviano Heating and Air. They only operate on the Illinois side. There's a lot of great uh, uh, heating and air guys on the Missouri side. Viviano stays on the Illinois side. That means they got trucks in our neighborhood. And Don Viviano's been in business over 30 years. He's put together a great team of technicians. They know what they're doing. And a lot of times they can get you up and running with what they carry on the truck. If you need a whole new system, they can take care of that as well. They're train dealers. You know the saying, it's hard to stop a train. Well, Don Viviano and his staff can get you up and going. The new ones are so much energy efficient. If you've got an older system, you've got a 15, 20, 25-year-old system, the new ones are so much more energy efficient. Let their technicians explain to you what they can do for you and what it'll mean as far as your power bill and operating and if it's running and running and running and not doing the job. Check it all out at VivianoAir.com. That's the best place to go to start, VivianoAir.com. We are Missouri Farm Bureau Insurance, and we're here for all of life's wins. Like when you get a new car, or a new boat, or a new driver, or when your son moves out, but your mom moves in, or you find out you're expecting again, or when one rental property turns into two, then 20, or you realize they're all in Tornado Alley. Life is full of life events, so call your Missouri Farm Bureau insurance agent or visit mofbinsurance.com to find an agent near you, and we'll make sure you have the right coverage for each of life's wins. Your early morning wake-up call continues. Here's Farmer Dave Schumacher on the Big 550 KTRS. Coming up on 524 to turn over to the livestock trade. Well, as expected, the cattle went on a run coming off of that cattle on feed report uh, earlier in the week. Thursday's reaction to the semi-annual cattle inventory report pushed the market triple-digit higher. Fat cattle ended the day 227 to 247 higher. Uh, feeder cattle futures settled one to two percent higher on the day. USDA confirmed Thursday cash business from one seventy three to one seventy eight, citing some action as much as three dollars higher at that one seventy eight. Yeah, they were sitting on that one seventy five the last week or two. Finally, moving some numbers. Uh, USDA reported sixteen point seven thousand metric ton of beef was sold for export during the week that ended the twenty fifth of January. Beef shipments were 15.4 thousand metric ton for the week. USDA's wholesale box beef prices had the February one quote at 294.94, and the uh, selects were at 283.25 for the choice. That was up 40 cents on the day, while the selects were another 92 cents lower as that spread starts to open back up. USDA estimating the cattle numbers for the week so far at 505,000 through Thursday. That's up by 13,000 head from last week and is 9,000 head more than the same week last year. February board went up 240 at 179.75. April at 183.17, up 247. June cattle at 181 and 181.12. That was up 225. March feeders closed at 244.87, up 472. And April cattle at 250.52, up 437. Tight supplies and cheaper corn will drive those feeders. Over in the pork complex, well, we went the other way. We were everywhere from Oh, 55 to a dollar seven lower. USDA's national pork carcass value was 103 higher on the afternoon. 
Uh, federal inspected numbers for the week so far, 1.95 million head. That is 20,000 head more than last week and is up 18,000 more from the same week last year. February hogs closed at 75.80, down 55. April at 83.75, down 107. And the February pork cutouts at 88 even, down a nickel. It is 5.26 on this uh, Friday morning. Let's run over to the weather desk. Uh, Zach, a lot of folks wondering about the weekend, a lot of things going on. What do you got? Yeah, that warm weather is going to continue through the weekend. We're reading 41 degrees outside right now. Could be some patchy fog out there this morning. Looks like it'll be burned off between 9 and 10 a.m. this morning. Partly sunny today, high of 53 degrees. Mostly cloudy by tonight, though, with a low of 38. Partly sunny on Saturday, high of 52. And a low of 39 on Saturday night, mostly cloudy on Sunday Again, warm temperatures continue, 54 degrees on Sunday with a low of 35 on Sunday night. Looking ahead into next week, sun, sunny on Monday with a high of 53 and a low of 33 on Monday night. Tuesday, sun continues with a high of 54 and a low of 36. Tuesday night, partly sunny on Wednesday with a high of 58 degrees and a low of 47 on Wednesday night. Slight chance of some showers on Thursday morning. It will be mostly cloudy on Thursday with a high of 60. That's the latest from the Weather Desk. I'm Zach Binding with the Big 550 KTRS. Sounds like an April 17th weather forecast. Yes, it does. Uh, I told you it was April. You guys have been messing, <laughs> you guys have been messing with me. Yeah, the me. weather's just messing with you. That's what Yeah, it is. the weather's yeah. got me thinking it's the other month. Okay, I'm showing 30, what am I doing, 38, yep, 39 right now. Winds are coming in out of the north at 1. Uh, Humidity's at 89. Visibility's at 9 miles. As Zach said, there is a little bit of possible fog in some of the low-lying areas this morning those winds blowing in out of the north at one mile an hour sun up at 706 <coughs> excuse me and sun down at 526 this afternoon we'll take a little break for some news coming back we're going to uh, uh visit with leanne seidenstricker from seidenstricker noby about their big event going on for the weekend and we're going to visit with the uh, missouri ag secretary christian about things going on in her office we'll be right back Crop insurance is necessary because every year is going to be different. There's a lot of volatility in operations, so it gives them the flexibility to market their grain the way that they see fit. So I get asked a lot, what coverage levels should I take? And usually my response to that is like, what's going to help you sleep at night? So, I mean, it's a peace of mind thing. These farmers, they know their operation better than I do. They know how much money they have out there. They know how leveraged they are, knowing that if we have a catastrophe, if we have a huge drought, if it doesn't rain for the next three months, like I know this is what my farm credit crop insurance is guaranteeing me per acre. It's going to come back to me and keep me farming for another year. We're not commission-based in our sales, so I get paid a salary to be here. It gives me the ability to do what's best for the member on their specific operation without having concern for me on what I'm going to get paid on the other end of it. For a complimentary policy review, contact a local Farm Credit Illinois crop insurance agent and customize the coverage on your farm today. When you go and get your car washed, do you really care which car wash you go to? Yes, because not all car washes are created equal. Country Club Car Wash is the local family-owned and family-operated car wash since 1989. All these other ones that are popping up, they're all run by out-of-town hedge funds. Keep it local. Keep it great. Touchless car washes. No brushes. Inside and out. Five area locations. Country Club Car Wash or cccwstl.com. Dr. Joseph Molesky here with STL Medical Weight Loss. Are you frustrated with your New Year's resolution and not getting the weight loss results you desire? 
Join our over 900 plus patients who have found success with our FDA approved injectable weight loss peptides. These peptides are injected once weekly, food cravings, and boost your metabolism. Imagine losing 20 plus pounds in 90 days. Book today, stlmedweightloss.com, or give us a call at 636-628-6604. We're going to change your life in less than 90 days. Hey, business owners, are you stressed out over the daunting task of preparing your W-2s, 1099s, and tax returns? Hi, I'm Jeff Zufall, Senior Tax Strategist and Wealth Advisor at Capital Advisory Group and the author of the number one best-selling book on taxes, Keep What's Yours. To start the new year right, I'd like to offer you a free tax analysis, so stop stressing. Give us a call at 636-394-5524, or you can visit us on the web at capitaladvisorygrp.com. ABC News, I'm Sherry Preston. President Biden will be in Dover, Delaware today as the remains of those three U.S. service members killed in Jordan are returned home. ABC Chief Global Affairs correspondent Martha Raddatz has more on the expected U.S. retaliation. A senior U.S. official telling me that Pentagon officials believe that the scope of these strikes will send an unmistakable message to the militant groups to stop their attacks on U.S. forces, but others fearing the retaliatory strikes will trigger the exact kind of escalation the administration is trying to avoid, so there has been debate, but the strikes will go ahead, and we have learned that some of the militants are already evacuating their facilities. A vehicle loaded with gas crashed in Nairobi, Kenya. Three people killed, more than 200 injured. Later today, we find out unemployment numbers for the month of January, and it's February 2nd, so in Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania, hundreds of people are standing by waiting for Punxsutawney Phil to make his Groundhog's Day prognosis. This is ABC News. 41 degrees outside at 531. I'm Zach Binding, KTRS News. U.S. Senator Josh Hawley is calling on Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg to establish a compensation fund for victims of online exploitation across Meta's platforms. During a Senate Judiciary Committee hearing on Wednesday, Hawley pressed Zuckerberg about child exploitation on his social media platforms, forcing the big tech CEO to apologize. Yesterday, Hawley sent a letter to Zuckerberg calling on him to compensate the victims of online exploitation. The letter reads in part, quote, You publicly apologize to the families of children exploited by your platforms. That apology was long overdue. Now you can show the world that you were sincere. I urge you immediately to create a fund endowed by your own personal wealth for the purpose of compensating those who have been victimized by your platforms. These families can never be made whole. They can get some measure of justice and accountability from you, end quote. The Missouri Supreme Court is considering whether changes should be made to the state's Senate districts. The high court heard arguments Thursday in a lawsuit contending the current map illegally splits Buchanan County and St. Louis suburb of Hazelwood into multiple districts. The case has divided Republicans. A GOP Senate committee supports the current map, but a Republican House committee backs efforts to overturn it. The case focuses on whether compact districts can take priority over keeping communities intact. Missouri is one of a dozen states with ongoing litigation following redistricting that occurred based on the 2020 census. About 5,000 Anheuser-Busch Teamsters could soon be walking the picket lines. The union warns of a potential strike if their demands aren't met in contract negotiations by March 1st. Better wages, job security, health benefits are among the issues surrounding this labor dispute. Tomorrow is the deadline for St. Louis residents to turn in a survey on how the Rams settlement should be used. 
Just under 10,000 of St. Louis's nearly 300,000 residents have participated in the survey. The survey is available online at stlouis.citizenlab.com. Black History Month kicked off and is underway, and as KTRS's Steve Potter reports, there are all kinds of activities planned. Now through the end of February, there are talks, presentations, exhibits, and other events designed to highlight the story of black society in America. Here in St. Louis, the celebration began with the mayor and aldermen holding a flag-raising ceremony Thursday at City Hall. That evening, a program examining the history of black fashion was held at the Missouri History Museum, where another presentation about the Tuskegee Airmen of World War II will be held next Tuesday. On February 25th, there's a two-hour walking tour of the long-gone black neighborhoods of Mill Creek and Chestnut Valley that were bulldozed in the name of civic progress. The St. Louis Public Library is hosting 151 events this month celebrating black history, from sing-alongs to the music of the Dreamgirls to an art-creating event highlighting five icons of the arts who'd lived in St. Louis. And Bell Fountain Cemetery is scheduling several trolley tours around its 314 acres, where you'll hear stories about some of the people buried there and how they contributed to the culture of the St. Louis region. These are just some of the many things going on this month that explore the past, present, and future of the black experience. Steve Potter, KTRS News. 41 degrees outside at 535. I'm Zach Bining, KTRS News. No better place and no better time to start saving than Neighbors Credit Union. You'll find great rates and flexible terms at Neighbors. You'll also find terrific CD specials. Best of all, your savings are safe, secure, and insured at Neighbors Credit Union, up to $500,000 per individual member. It's super easy to open up an account at Neighbors Credit Union. Stop by one of their eight area branches or visit the website, neighborscu.org. That's neighborscu.org. Federally insured by NCUA. Additional insurance by ESI. Join your St. Louis Symphony Orchestra and music director Stefan Denev for Carmina Burana. This epic work delivers goosebumps with its songs of joy, love, and celebration. Experience Stefan's Trilogy of Fate, featuring evocative music by Arvo Pert, Lara Auerbach, and Richard Wagner. February 17th and 18th at Stiefel Theater. Tickets at slso.org. Hi, I'm Rod Ferguson, the host of the brand new show, Conversations with Rodney Ferguson, on KTRS every Sunday afternoon. I'm a native St. Louisan, a Marine Corps veteran, and a local business owner with a definite opinion about the direction of our country. I also believe 2024 is a golden opportunity to rectify that. We may or may not agree, but I believe you'll enjoy the conversations. Join us every Sunday at 3 o'clock for Conversations with Rodney Ferguson on the Big 550 KTRS. Brought to you by Crushed Red. Your early morning wake-up call continues. Here's Farmer Dave Schumacher on the Big 550 KTRS. 537, let's run back to the weather desk. Zach, folks are making plans for the weekend. What do you got? 41 degrees outside right now. Patchy fog out there this morning. That'll be burned off by 10 a.m. this morning. 53 degrees the high today, partly sunny this afternoon. Turning cloudy overnight, though, low of 38 degrees tonight, partly sunny on Saturday as well. 52 degrees the high on Saturday, Saturday night. Cloudy again with a low of 39. And for Sunday, mostly cloudy with a high of 54 and a low of 35 on Sunday night. Looking ahead into next week, the sun does come out on Monday with a high of 53 and a low of 33 on Monday night. Sun continues into Tuesday with a high of 54 and a low of 36 on Tuesday night. 
Partly sunny on Wednesday with a high of 58 degrees and a low of 47. Then on Thursday, slight chance of morning showers throughout on Thursday, mostly cloudy by the afternoon and a high of 60. That's the latest from the weather desk. I'm Zach Binding with the Big 550 KTRS. You know, Zach, I was out running around town and stuff yesterday, and mm-hmm. everybody was out in their yards working, picking up sticks and raking up the gumballs. And, you know, I think they're just so happy to be out of the house, number one. And I think they're thinking, this could be it. This yeah, could I, be there spring. were kids playing. I, yesterday when the school bus dropped all the kids off in my neighborhood, the kids mm-hmm. were outside all night. And yeah, good, I mean, it was a good day to be, yeah. Good, good weather, no doubt about it. I'm showing 40 degrees here in rural Belleville. Winds are coming out of the north, eh, kind of north, northeast at two miles an hour. Humidity's at 84. Visibility's at eight miles. That fog starting to thicken up just a little bit, so be careful. Sun up at 706 and sundown at 523. Joining us today to tell us about an upcoming event at the St. Charles Convention Center this weekend starts today, Friday. Runs through Sunday. Joining us to tell us a little bit about it, Leanne Seidenstricker from Seidenstricker Nobi joins us to tell us about their 2024 outdoor show. Leanne, welcome to the show. Tell us what's going on down there. Thanks. Good morning. Yes, we are going to start out. It's the outdoor show, but it's actually indoors at the St. Charles Convention Center today through 5, Saturday 10 to 5, and Sunday 10 to 4. But we have all kinds of great show-only specials on compact tractors, as well as mowers and gators. Um, we have all, all kinds of stuff going on out here. And you got a few show specials, as you said, as well. And, uh, uh, and you'll have the different makes and models. People can kind of compare and, and see which one they like. Yes, we have basically the whole the whole lineup of uh, turf and utility equipment for John Deere. We have everything from, we have an electric uh, zero-turn mower, which is new to John Deere. We have gators for the property owner, as well as all the compacts. We actually have a great, like, zero down, zero for 84 um, months on um, compact tractors as well as if you buy one this weekend, we'll give you free pallet forks. And we know how you can use those on your property, right? <laughs> you bet. I may, I may have to bring the checkbook along. When I know every time I come, I see something I like, and I end up buying something. So it runs Friday, starts at noon on, on uh, today. Today, yes, today. It runs today. through 5. Yes, and then tomorrow, Saturday, 10 to 5. And Sunday is 10 to 4. Admission is free. Um, they are having a golf show. So if you're a golfer also, you can t- check out the golf show downstairs. But we are upstairs um, at the St. Charles Convention Center all weekend. And, um, you know, lots. Oh, and also on Saturday, tomorrow, we're going to have Tractor Time with Tim, who's a YouTube sensation. He'll have three different sessions talking about um what to do what kinds of different things you need for compact tractors and what to buy i think you can have a discussion about used prices as well as we have jewelry outdoors for all those hunters out there they're going to talk about how you can make your land uh and food plots better to attract those big deer and i'm just guessing to get into a show like this the tickets are probably terribly expensive oh very expensive free Free, free, so, free yeah. to get in. Yes, you free. can't beat that. Free, free. Yeah. So, but you know, a great, a great way to see all the equipment. You know, to. You know, to see it all under one roof, and uh, you'll get. We'll have all of our John Deere experts out there as well to answer any questions. Absolutely, and I've always told the, the listeners that if you go, tell a, tell your sales guy or the or the, or the rep you're talking to what you want that machine to do. Don't buy one because it's just what you can afford or because it's big or because it's small. Tell them what you want it to do so that when you get it home, it does what you want it to do. Yes, exactly. We don't want you to buy one too small. 
um, for your property. You want to make sure that whatever attachments you want to add on, um, that they actually work for what you need. But hey, with zero down, with zero percent for 84 months, you know, you can afford a little bigger That's with right. a special price. Can't beat it. Can't beat yeah. it. Maybe you need a new one. Maybe you need uh, to upgrade. Yeah, maybe you do. Maybe, maybe I do. Well, I'll, I'll check that out with the boss and see what she thinks about that. Uh, once again, starts, uh, it runs Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Gets underway today at noon to 5. Saturday, 10 to 5. Sunday, 10 to 4. Uh, gators, lawnmowers, compact utilities. Uh, Leanne, somebody wants to find out more about your operation, SN Partners. Where do they go? Uh, yes, SNPartners.com. It's under events, and we have a bunch of information on our Facebook page and all the, the setup fun that we had doing yesterday. There we go. So we hope to see you down there. We are going to try and be there Friday afternoon. We're going to get a jump on the crowd so that we can get in there and do some shopping uh, Friday afternoon. So, folks, come on down. Visit the Sign Stricker Novi people. They'll be there, and they'll answer all your questions. Leanne, thanks for your time, and the best of luck with the show. Okay, well, I'll see you this afternoon. There you go, Leanne. We're going to see her this afternoon at the convention oh, center. Hold there. up, hold up, hold what, up. What happened? Hold up, what hold happened? up, hold up. Hold, stop the music. You're, what happened? You're telling me I can get a new lawnmower. Yeah. Learn how to be a better hunter and attract more deer while I'm hunting. Uh-huh. And then go downstairs and get a new driver for my golf game. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Sounds a lot like so, Disneyland to me. Do you want me to pick you up on the way through? <laughs> <laughs> I'll just pick you up at the station about uh, eleven thirty. We want to be there when the door. We want to be there when those doors open at noon because we're we're going to take charge of that operation. But uh, yeah, and zero zero percent financing for eighty months. Mm. I mean, what more? What more can you ask for? I mean, like you said, Disney World. I think I'd haven't didn't think about that. Sounds like the happiest right. place on earth. Yeah, it does. Yeah, all that green paint. Uh, grass getting ready to start growing, lawnmowers, zero. battery-operated zero-turn. Now, I'm, I'm all for the, you know, I, I'm not going to get into the electric versus gas battle, but I I just don't know how, well, number one, I, I don't know, I'll have to find out how long does the charge last. You know, I got a pretty big yard. Yeah. Can, you can make I it, mow it can all, you make all it in all one charge? Yeah. And there's just something about mowing grass. And your lawnmower's going. Mm-hmm. You don't want the silent. Yeah, you don't want the silent stuff. Yeah, I. I it's all about the smelling the fumes and, and 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 the roar of the engine and you know and 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 they they're making you know they've come out with these with the big farm tractors battery. They've got that. It's not in production yet, but they've got them. And there's something about when you throw that throttle down on a 400 horsepower tractor and it goes. Versus, I don't know. There's just a thing about it. Something about it. I'm just not ready to accept. I guess I'm just old. Uh, 544, we'll be right back. We're going to visit with the Missouri Director of Agriculture, Chris Chin. Find out what her office has been working on this year right after this. How's your tile? Do you need some help? Well, the Grout Medicine, they can restore the tile and the grout to look like new at a fraction of the cost to replace. They'll clean the tile, they'll clean the grout. Heck, they'll even repair the tile and recalk if they have to. Any type of repair of tile on the floor, the wall, the counter, marble, travertine, traditional or natural stone. 10% off if you mention you heard about it from the McGraw Show. 636-317-8860 or groutmedicstl.com. So you say you crave choices. Have you seen the Cafe Appliance line? 
Commercial style ranges, unique food storage options, plus quiet, convenient cleanup. With an abundance of features, plus finishes like white or black matte and stainless steel. And now you can get six different beautiful hardware options. Just as your style evolves, your rooms do too. From changing out throw pillows to adding new art, your home is your canvas. Satisfy your appliance cravings with the cafe line at any of the appliance discounter showrooms. Where, as always, our, our savings, savings are your savings. savings. Your early morning wake-up call continues. Here's Farmer Dave Schumacher on the Big 550 KTRS. Director, let's talk a bit about a lot of things going on the last year. You addressed the corn growers here at their little meeting, talked about a few of the things that that you've been dealing with in your office the last couple of uh, months into the past year. Let's talk about the avian flu. you got that to worry about. We've got drought. I mean... You, your office has been busy. We have been busy. There has been no shortages of crises happening in the, in agriculture. You know, high path avian influenza, we've battled for two years. At the same time, we've been battling a drought for two years. And it's just been really tough in the agriculture community, especially for our livestock growers. You know, they didn't have feed stocks for the, the cattle and the other ruminants that we raise in Missouri is a big challenge. Um, our poultry and pork producers were feeding a lot of corn that was 5 $6, and, and their prices just didn't keep up with it. So it's been a challenging time in the agriculture economy. You talk about a little funding that's coming down, maybe going to come down, uh, on uh, reimbursement for the avian flu. Talk a bit about that program. Yeah, so there have been federal reimbursements uh, from USDA for the the high path avian influenza. Obviously, our team has ramped up to try and assist producers when, unfortunately, an outbreak might hit their farm. Uh, But USDA has been trying to better uh, indemnify the owners of the flocks when they have to depopulate them. They've also been trying to help with some of the cost of the cleanup. And that's just been very appreciated by the agriculture community because it's, it's a tough time. And then when you get hit with a disease on top of it. Um, It's just some days you wonder where the money's going to come from to pay those bills. And, you know, it didn't cover all of the expense, but it did help make those farmers a little bit closer to a break-even point on the cleanup expenses. The uh, packing house industry is growing in Missouri. Talk a little bit about that. It is. So in January of next year, American Foods Group will be opening a new beef processing facility. It's America's Heartland Pack. It'll be in Warren County, Missouri. And we're really excited to have them a part of the business and agriculture community in Missouri. Uh, Every place that we've gone to that they have an operation in place. It would just rave reviews from their community. They're great community partners. They really embed themselves in that community to be an asset and to help that community grow and prosper. So we are so excited to have them in Missouri, not only for the Warren County community, but for all of agriculture, because the more animals that we can raise in Missouri, the better off our small rural communities are going to be. And that is the Missouri Director of Agriculture, Chris Chan. We caught up with her down at the uh, corn growers meeting in Jeff City this week. And I, they, she's got papers stacked on her desk. I mean, there is a lot of things going on in the state of Missouri agriculturally. Zach, real quick, you know the, the avian flu. You've heard about that, where the where the chickens get it, you mm-hmm. know. And, we, and they have it was to do, bad last year, wasn't it? Oh, it was really bad last mm-hmm. year. Yeah, they had a couple of really big outbreaks. Well, they come in, and if you get it in your flock, you have to destroy all your birds. And then you have to clean the facility. And then you it takes up four to six months for that building to test clean. You can't put birds back in it until the building tests clean. So if you own one of those massive poultry houses and you're in the business of raising chickens, so and you get avian flu, that th- your building sits idle 
until the test clean. And they say it takes four to six months for that to, to, to get out of the building where they can test the building and it'll test clean. So it really puts a lot of financial stress on the owners of those buildings because they can't put any birds back in. It is uh, 549, almost 550 already. Uh, let's see. Let's run over to the weather desk. It's brought to you by our friends over at the Farm Family Resource Initiative. What do you got, Zach? 41 degrees outside right now. Patchy fog out there. This morning, it'll be burned off between uh, 9 and 10 a.m. This morning, high of 53 degrees today. It will be mostly sunny this afternoon. Again, 53 degrees and plenty of sun today. It's going to be a nice one. Mostly cloudy overnight tonight with a low of 38. Partly sunny on Saturday, high of 52 degrees. Mostly cloudy Saturday night with a low of 39. On Sunday, clouds again with a high of 54 and a low of 35 on Sunday night. Sun comes out next week, though. Sunny on Monday, high of 53 and a low of 33 on Monday night. Sunny and 54 on Tuesday with a low of 36 Tuesday night. Partly sunny and 58 degrees on Wednesday with a low of 47 on Wednesday night. Slight chance of a shower on Thursday next week. Cloudy on Thursday with a high of 60. That's the latest from the weather desk. I'm Zach Binding with the Big 550 KTRS. Temperature dropped back a degree or two. I'm showing 40 degrees now. Winds are coming in out of the northeast at 3. I guess that's pushing a little of that cooler air back down. Humidity is at 85%, and it looks like visibility is now at 7 miles. So we continue to lose distance on that uh, on that uh, fog and visibility numbers this morning. So be careful as you head out. Sun up at 7.06 and sundown this afternoon at 5.23. Well, the long hours, unpredictable weather. Yeah, the bills, equipment failure, all starting to pile up as spring is right around the corner in the planting season. As we get ready to go, well, the ag industry faces these pressures each and every season. And if you're feeling overwhelmed or hopeless, yeah, there is help. It's there for you. You can call or text the helpline. It's brought to you by the Farm Family Resource Initiative. The helpline, if you're a farmer or a farm family member in need of support, the helpline is there for you. As I said, you can call them or you can text them, 833-FARM-SOS. You'll receive confidential support from experts who understand the pressures of grain and livestock farming. There's no cost to call. You can even drop the counselors an email at Farm Family Resource Helpline at mhsil.com. Everyone needs someone to talk to. And as we said, if you're a farmer or a farmer, farm family member in need of that support, call the helpline today, 833-FARM-SOS, 833-327-6767. Brought to you by the Farm Family Resource Initiative in partnership with SIU Medicine. Welcome to Camden on the Lake Resort at Lake of the Ozarks, your ideal venue for unforgettable group events in 2024 or 2025. Whether you're organizing corporate events or weddings, we have availability tailored to your needs. Our full Lakeview suites and newly remodeled guest rooms provide a luxurious stay, and our banquet and meeting spaces offer the perfect backdrop for your event. Contact our sales office at 573-365-5620 to start planning your next extraordinary occasion at Camden-on-the-Lake Resort. Steeple stores provide innovative products and services for small business, remote workers and learners, even teachers and parents. Explore more at your local Staple store. Carney, fuck. We end the week big on the Carney Show. Mayor Tashara Jones pops in and Matt Bradley from Mardi Gras, Inc., We've got lots of prizes to give away, one from Maxon Movies, and also our game that we play every Friday, Know the Show. And speaking of movies, Tom O'Keefe pops in as well, and the man behind this year's Grammys gives us the scoop. 
Meet us here at 12 o'clock. John Carney, Julie Buck, weekdays at noon on KTRS, the talk of St. Louis. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. The Labor Department's January jobs reports expected to show continued growth when it's released this morning. The question is how much? Estimates for job growth range from 120,000 up to 290,000 jobs added. Economists also think the unemployment rate may tick up slightly. Investors got good earnings reports on Thursday from tech giants Amazon and Meta. Holiday shopping season helped Amazon's fourth quarter revenue increase by 14%. Facebook's parent company fared even better. Its fourth quarter revenues were up by 25% from the year before. With more than $65 billion in cash on hand, Meta's going to pay its first ever dividend next month. Cycling the other way, Peloton. The exercise equipment maker closed Thursday down 24% after revenues dropped by more than 6% in the quarter as the company cut its earnings outlook. Brian Clark, ABC News. Market's up about 28 points in the overnight trade. Got a text on the text line. We were talking about the hay auction. On Saturday up at the Hamilton Hay Auction, what are the minimum quantities of each of the bales for sale? All right, here's how we sell it. The, the small squares... They sell in stacks of 25. So the least amount you can buy is 25 bales. They sell them by the bale times 25 on the small squares. On the big squares, on the 3 by 3 by 8s they sell them so much a bale, and you can take as many as you need. So if you need one or you need 100 of them on the big squares, that's how we sell those. And the same way on the big round bales, we sell them the same way there. So much a bale, take as many as you need. And then they throw them all together, whatever's left, and sell those per bale. But you have to take all of them. And uh, so uh, if you got any questions about that, go to the Hamilton Hay Auction website. Give Mike a call. He'd be happy to explain it to you. Or come on up and bring your trailer and your checkbook, and we'll explain it to you when you get there. And if you have any questions, uh, we'll be up there Saturday with uh, doing the sale as well. So it's HamiltonHayAuction.com is the website. If you are in the market to buy some hay coming up on 556 on this Friday morning already, we are just about out of time. Zach, we'll move the governor to Monday. I don't think he'll mind calling him or (laughs) just pick up the phone and say, hey, Gov, can you call us back on Monday? Uh, Dave's running a little bit behind. Uh, um, He's got nowhere to go. He's out of work anyway. Yeah, yeah, see, we'll be fine. For the most part, he told me, I said, are you ready to go home? He said, I'm ready to go home. He's a he's a cattle rancher and. He said, I kind of miss my cows. So I think he's, uh, after what he's been in, what, six, six years? Seven. It'll be seven, I think, when he's done. I think. Yeah, something like that. So anyhow, I can only imagine he's probably ready to go home. Over on the overnight trade, kind of quiet. Corn trade is about even in the March contract at 447. May's at 458. That's a quarter cent lower. September at 470, down three quarters. December trading 478, also down three quarters of a cent a bushel. Over on the soybean trade, and it was a crash and burn yesterday, and we've made our way back to the to the positive side this morning. We're now up two cents on the March contract at twelve oh five. We were down to eleven ninety nine. May's at twelve fifteen. That's up two cents a bushel as well. November trading at eleven eighty seven, up a penny and a half. In January at eleven ninety seven, up a penny and a half. As it's trying to make its way back to the twelve dollar mark. Over on the wheat trade, as we go into the weekend. We are coming in a little bit higher with uh, about three cents right down the board. March is trading at six oh five, up three and a half. May's up three as well at six twelve. July at six seventeen, up three, and December's at six thirty nine, 
up two and a quarter. We are just about out of time. We'll keep an eye on the markets as always. We'll have updates at 10 and 12 and back bright and early Monday morning with any luck at all at 5 o'clock. We'll see you out at the uh, Seidenstricker Noby uh, Outdoor Show. Gets underway this afternoon at noon and runs to 5 and then Saturday and Sunday as well. Come on out and see us. To get in, it's free. Yeah, Zach, your kind of word there, buddy. It's free. Come on out. There you go. We're out of here. Have a great Friday. If you live in California and were braced for the storm of the century, the one that never came, here's why and here's who to blame. And if you're not in California, you won't believe what happened. I'm Kim Commando, America's Digital Pro. All last week, even up to yesterday, Californians braced for a rare disturbance that would have caused widespread flooding throughout all of L.A. and other parts of the coast. Why? Because of a non-scientist, a non-meteorologist, an out-of-work actress who calls herself a weather enthusiast, whatever that means. Danielle Langlis posted her warning on X. Legitimate meteorologists, climate scientists, even the governor's office of emergency services did everything possible to squash the nonsense. But some schools closed in preparation for the storm. Some businesses told employees to stay at home. Misinformation and lies permeate social media, and the public can no longer distinguish between the two. Hey, I'm giving away a $1,000 PC or Mac right now. You can enter to win at commando.com slash win.